Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it's been a uh, it's been a pretty good Saturday. Not too much going on. Um, things have been pretty easy going. There was a sneaker release this morning, and then from there, I kind of took a break from keeping up with the different releases that were going on and just trying to focus on some of the smaller parts of my business that I don't really get to do too often, just because. They don't have a lot of return on investment for me uh, outside of being more organized. So I guess I guess the return is pretty good when you think about being organized and how that can help you, but you don't actually see it monetarily, at least at the beginning you don't. So that's something that I, I don't get to do that often. I don't leave enough time for it. And I was able to kind of count some inventory, come up with a plan to organize some of my inventory and kind of get it set aside to hopefully organize tomorrow, get some bins ready and and start pre-packing a lot of my items to get ready to ship beforehand so that when somebody buys an item from me, all I have to do is go down, find the item in a bin and then slap a label on it. We're good to go. And that's going to require a good amount of planning on my part just because I don't want to have to really do anything after I put the item in the bin outside of putting the label on. And so for me, I'm going to have to kind of plan out a way that I can know where all the items are and that I can kind of know what's in each package. If I don't know what's in the package, but I know where it is, then that's kind of going to be a problem because there could be 30 items in a bin. And if you have them all packaged up, you need to know what's inside each one. So just some things I needed to think through and kind of plan out a little bit better so I can keep uh, modifying my organization and stuff like that but it's good um made a few sales today not a whole ton of money brought in but just some some average sales and kind of keeping along and plugging along with that so it's been really good um outside of that though there was a nike sneakers release this morning it was the nike air one fear of god um I think that's the name. I'm not sure. I'm not looking at it right now, but it's a uh, collab that they did with Fear of God, and they are a pretty a pretty big um, kind of a premium brand that does collabs with Nike here and there. So they've done a lot of these, um, a lot of the shoes in this silhouette before, and the different colorways have done really, really well. Um, they've done like an orange one. They did one, the oatmeal one, which is when I kind of first started getting into sneakers. Uh, and trying to do it more at scale than not. Um, and then they've done a black colorway, and this one was the uh, the all-black colorway, which is like their triple black, where the actual upper and then the heel and the sole and everything is completely black on the shoe. So they looked really nice. They're a really clean shoe. Um, and they retailed at $350, which is very, very high for sneakers, but the resale on them was anywhere from about... 500 to 600 plus and I looked at some of the other colorways that came out and I was kind of viewing their trend on StockX and they really haven't tanked or went down some of them have even went up but they really haven't lost much of their value they've been able to maintain a good amount of value over the the course of the time since they were released to now which is good for me because I can kind of see that these aren't going to tank a whole lot in resale value past you know maybe the initial few people selling them at lower prices just to get money quicker so i was kind of happy to see that i had 
I had my phone, an older phone, a iPad, my computer, and my mom's phone. And I had them all running on different accounts and stuff like that. And it's it's just crazy because there's so many people going for a pair of shoes and nobody ended up getting them. Well, I didn't end up getting them. And a lot of people in the group that I'm in, I think there's only like five or six people that like actually got the shoes. So one that means that they were probably pretty limited and I don't know what the stock numbers on the shoes were. But the other thing is that there were a lot of people going for these shoes. If, if only a few people in that group gets, you know, the shoes and stuff, it's, it's pretty crazy because usually there's, you know, upwards of 30 to 40 to 50 people uh, going for them. That, I mean, that actually get them and stuff. So it was pretty crazy to kind of see that. Um, I realized how limited they really were. I kind of wish that I had wished out, reached out to other people to see if they could run them for me, but it is what it is. So kind of a disappointment there, but, uh, you know, that's how sneakers is. So, um, outside of that, I worked on some of the organization stuff of the, uh, business and that was kind of leads me up to where I am now. So I've been thinking a lot and I was DMing a couple of people on Instagram last night and just talking with them. And it kind of occurred to me that there are a lot of businesses that are not going to make it through the coronavirus, which, you know, that, that is very sad for a lot of the small business owners and, and that I feel terrible for them who a lot of them depend on weekly incomes and things like that to keep themselves and their business going. And with the way things have been and people getting kind of put either considered not essential or they are being furloughed from their regular jobs and stuff like that, it's hurt a lot of smaller and bigger businesses alike. And, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, what's going to happen to a lot of the places that I go to? Walmart's going to be fine. Target's going to be fine. Amazon's going to be fine. But what about, what about places like Ross? What about places like Marshall's? What about places like um, TJ Maxx? You know, Marshall's owns TJ Maxx and they're all together. So there's hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll do fine. But Ross and Burlington, I I don't know what's going to play out for these companies that have a business built on customers coming in and buying products and, and that kind of a thing, especially for clothing stores that are not considered essential in most of the states right now. It's, it's going to be a huge hit for a lot of them because they're not going to be making any money for a month to two months. And there's employees that depend on that. There's other costs they have to pay. There's rental uh, space that they probably need to pay for and things like that. So there's just a lot of costs with owning a business that uh, can really be detrimental to a business if you're not bringing in any money for an extended amount of time. So, and you can even see that too in your own eBay business. Once you start to get a store, once you start to have monthly subscriptions to different things, whether that be a, a help in like support group with selling or whether you have a subscription to an eBay store or an Amazon account, whatever it may be, um, you'll see that it may not be as detrimental to you because you're part-time and things like that. But you know, if you were a big company and your costs were bigger and you weren't bringing in any money, you could see how that would be very, very, uh, very bad for a business and uh, negatively impact it tremendously from from the time that it started to kind of the end point of where they can start making money again. And so a lot of these businesses aren't going to make it through this time where they're not allowed to operate. And in a lot of ways, that is kind of sad. I mean, it's, I don't 
operate a large business. I don't know how to operate a large business. Um, I think it'd be really cool, but I don't know how to do that. And so I'm not going to try and tell anybody or, or think that they did something wrong, but clearly something wasn't right when, when the business wasn't built to, to be able to last like this. And nobody suspected this. So again, that's not a fault on anybody, but at the same time, um, you know, a lot of people do feel bad on the flip side though, if you're looking at some of these larger businesses, say a Ross or say a Marshalls or something like that, you are as a reseller have a lot of opportunity in front of you whenever these things open back up. And so that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today is the opportunities that will arise from this kind of a pandemic and from different kind of time specific situations that can occur. So um, when you look at what's going on, like I said, there's a lot of businesses that are not going to make it through this. And even more than that, there's a lot of businesses that will make it through it, but they will have a lot of um, a lot of costs to make up for that they couldn't pay for over the time that they were shut down. So when you're looking at that, that means opportunities for us because a lot of these businesses are either going to A, shut down and they're going to have liquidation sales, which means everything will be priced at 30 to 40 to 50, even like 70% off of what the retail price would be because they're trying to get as much capital in and, and kind of pay off as much of their debt as they need to. So that means huge profits for us because even though the price of the item in store changes, that doesn't change the price on Amazon or eBay. So the people that buy the, pro the product from you don't know that you actually bought that product for significantly cheaper at a Ross or a Marshalls should they go out of business. So you can still charge a premium on that product, but now you're getting a much higher return on what you paid for the product because it was such a deeply discounted price. And so that is a huge benefit to us. You never really want to see companies just go out of business and stuff. And you always feel bad for the employees, but that's kind of the way capitalism works. And it's kind of a kind of like nature where it's an eat or be eaten kind of business. Um, I don't mean that negatively where you have to be a, like a terrible person, um, but you have to find your ways to make money. And if you don't, you will go out of business. And so for us, that's something that you can always look for is that if there's a company that's going out of business or a company that's not doing well and needs to run a lot of sales, um, like Family Dollar, for instance, I think they're being shut down by Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree owns them. So they're shutting down a lot of Family Dollars across the United States, if not all of them. And every time I've walked past a Family Dollar, drove past one, I see a huge yellow clearance sign outside of that Family Dollar. Now, there's not a ton of products to source in Family Dollar that I know of, but if you kind of play that out to bigger box stores, uh, think like a Macy's, think um, like a JCPenney, uh, think different things like Toys R Us when it went out of business. All of these stores that go out of business, they have a lot of good products in them they just don't want anymore because the, the money is more valuable to them when they're trying to uh, you know, cover whatever costs they need to when they shut down the actual business. So that's an area where we can actually make a lot of money going in, buying up a lot of these liquidation sales. Uh, you can usually even get a better discounted price if you go in there with a lot of money, a lot of cash, if you have that uh, kind of capital and make them a deal for a bulk purchase of different goods that they're selling. So it's just a huge opportunity for people that do reselling on eBay and Amazon. Um, 
you know, I, I'm not sitting around praying that companies go out of business or and people lose their jobs, but it is one way that you can make a good amount of money whenever everything opens back up. Um, the other thing is a lot of stores that stay in business still need to make money and make, need to make it fast. And they have a lot of old stale inventory in their store that nobody was able to buy for a month to two months to however long or kind of shut down from going out into stores. So when that kind of happens, they will need to run a lot of sales. And I'm talking about like mega sales and stores where you'll be getting kind of prices that you would see at a liquidation sale almost because they just need to get so much of their inventory out of the warehouses, into the store, out of the store, into your hands so that they can get money and keep their business afloat. So if you look at Ross, um, Ross is a prime example of kind of how this works. So at Christmas time, Ross stocks up on so many products. It's it's actually ridiculous how many things that they have coming in and out of their store during Christmas because they're getting new trucks every day, sometimes twice a day into the store. They're restocking the shelves and they have a lot of inventory coming into Ross. And I don't really know how that plays out with them and what prices they're getting it at and how it fits into their business model to make them money. But there's a lot left over after Christmas. And I mean, like the store is packed full of stuff. A lot of the really good stuff is taken. So you're kind of looking at a bunch of Calvin Klein jackets or a bunch of winter apparel that is not really in demand at the prices that it's priced at at Ross. So when they get out of the Christmas season, which is when people are so trigger happy to buy, um, you know, they, they oftentimes will do a deep discount on the prices at Ross. And so I walked in there one day and I was super fortunate to have found one of the managers who worked there that was really, really nice. And I never met her before, but I was in line ready to check out. I'd gotten a couple of pairs of shoes and I felt really good about myself because I found a couple of really good pairs of shoes. I was pretty happy. And I heard her mention to the lady in front of me, she said, hey, do you want to buy this jacket? It's five bucks. And I kind of squinted a little bit and it looked like it was a Calvin Klein tag on the jacket. And it was like a nice winter coat, um, one that you would wear like if you were going out to dinner or something like that. Like it was a really, really nice jacket. And I'm like, well, for five bucks, I'll take that. So. I walked up and I said, hey, you know, that jacket's five bucks. What's up with it? And she said, nothing. It's just on clearance right now. We need to get a lot of the stuff out of the store. And she said, actually, and then she turned around. She said, a lot of these jackets behind me are also on clearance for super cheap. And she rang up a couple other Calvin Klein jackets and they came up at like six bucks and three bucks and different like super, super cheap prices. And so I kind of looked at her. I was like, well, are any other jackets on sale? And she's like, all of our jackets are on sale right now. So I ended up buying, I think, 25 to 30 jackets from Ross. Um, one of them was a coach jacket that was like the $1,400 jacket I bought that I got on clearance for $38. I got that and then a bunch of other jackets. And I think I bought about 30 jackets, a pair of shoes and something else. And my total price was like, the, the price I paid I think was $120. It was like super cheap and all the jackets were really nice. Like Calvin Klein, Kenneth Cole, um, Spider, uh, just a bunch of like bigger brands that a lot of people, I, I don't see a lot of younger people wearing them or, you know, they're just not spending up for that kind of a brand name. But a lot of people will spend up for that on eBay if you just give it some time. So I was more than willing to buy all those out. 
the point of me telling you that is that's probably going to happen now after the coronavirus kind of uh, kind of ends and people can kind of get back out into stores. The thing about it is a lot of these stores now have so much inventory that they haven't moved in such a long time and it needs to get out so they can fill the store with more stuff. You can't just keep pumping new stuff into the store if everything isn't selling because then you're not going to have anywhere to walk. And so that's one of the things that I'm excited about is seeing all the sales that are going to be going on and seeing all the money that I can make when I go into a store because they may not have time to wait on the product, but I definitely do. And I have the capital to be able to go in there and buy some of these products up, sit on them for a little while, wait for them to sell on eBay for, you know, maybe buy a $3 jacket and wait for it to sell on eBay for $50 and and do that in a pretty large amount of uh, a pretty good quantity of items just because so many of them will be on sale. So that is another way that I think there will be able to, we will be able to make a lot of money coming out of this. If you have enough money to go into a store that is just running a mega sale, oftentimes you can start looking those items up on eBay, start scanning the barcodes on the price tags and things like that. And you can see what is selling on eBay, what is selling on Amazon, what the prices are on Mercari, and then judge for yourself, you know, what the price is, how long you're gonna probably set on it, and whether or not it's a good investment for you. And oftentimes with those mega sales, any any purchase of a nice product for super cheap is just a good investment. You're not gonna worry about it, you just get home, you set it somewhere, forget about it, and then maybe a month or two later it sells and then you're good to go. So that's something that I'm really, really excited to do when I get back out there, is kind of be able to see where I can find all these good prices at, see what stores are operating at huge sales and kind of make a lot of money going out there whenever we're allowed to go back out again. Um, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of sick of being stuck at home. Um, I think everybody is at this point and I haven't been cooped up as much as most people because I've been able to go to work. Uh, I've been able to get out a little bit, but at the same time, I mean, I can't go to any of the stores that I normally go to. I can't go thrifting. I can't go to Ross. I can't go to Marshall's. Um, it's really been online arbitrage, doing Amazon flips and things like that, and a lot of going and seeing things at Walmart or smaller stores like that, and trying to pick up stuff to flip on eBay. But there hasn't been, there hasn't been that thrill of being able to go out and find a bunch of items at at this store or that store. So it's been beneficial for me because I've learned a lot and I've kind of found what types of items I'm going to be looking for more often. But at the same time it's been kind of boring just doing the same thing over and over again and not really getting to see not really getting to find a whole lot of new products not really being able to go garage sailing those are all things that i would love to be doing right now and i mean we're getting into may the garage sales should be happening all the time right now they're just not and it's it's just the way it goes and kind of got to keep plugging away at it um outside of that i don't know i don't know what other ways there will be. Um, There will be a lot of, I mean, everything's gonna be on sale. We're talking like different places that do books. Books will be huge. You can flip books on Amazon all day. Um, They're super cheap. You can make a lot of money doing books and a lot of books are probably gonna be on sale because a lot of people haven't been able to open their bookstores. So bookstores will be huge. Uh, Different clothing stores will be huge because they're not essential. Um, Anything that's not essential uh, that would be considered essential is, or anything that's not essential that would have a good amount of value that just couldn't be open, 
try and target that kind of stuff because I think we're going to be able to make a lot of money coming out of this thing um, if we play our cards right. And so that's try that's what I'm going to be trying to do um, as soon as I'm kind of allowed to go out and actually go to all these stores again. I'm going to be trying to see which ones have big big sales, which ones are having uh, a lot of good items to try and flip on eBay, and then just kind of grinding for as long as it I can until they're kind of sold out and back to normal. So that being said, I think I'm done. Um, I think I'll let you guys go. There's a lot to uh, kind of prepare for the um, for the end of this thing, and nobody knows when that'll be. It could be an extended amount of time. It could just be a couple more weeks, but I, I'm not sure, and I'm just trying to do what I need to do to make sure my business is ready for when things do open up again because there will be a lot of different things to navigate that we've never had to navigate before and making sure that you, your financial standpoint as a person and as a business, um, trying to make sure that mine are kind of, uh, my ducks are aligned with that kind of stuff is really my main focus right now and making sure that I have enough capital to operate in the way that I want to instead of being stuck with a lot of inventory that nobody wants to buy. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I think I'm going to go. I'm at the end of my drive anyways. So I'll let you guys get back to hanging out or doing whatever you're doing on the Saturday. But you guys have a good one. And if you ever need anything, just find me on Instagram or Twitter and reach out. I'd love to help you out. You guys have a good one and peace.